Today's podcast is brought to you by Douglas Plant Health. To unharness your soil's fertility and to maximize yield, consider Douglas Plant Health. Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. Do you think there's a little PTSD somewhere in there in the biathlon? I mean, you've got somebody wore out to their wits end, and now you're going to hand them a rifle. <laughs> is that really a good idea? I mean, I'd be like that one girl, Carrie Strug, and she made that jump with a broken ankle. I could do that. Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. You hear that? It's Brent and Landon, and this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. As always, it is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We are a day late and a dollar short. Landon, what do you think about that? Oh, I'd rather be a dollar short than short somewhere else. <laughs> well, aren't you uh, uh, confident I'm, in that area? Which I'm probably that too. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, aren't you kind of putting the cart before the horse or the balls before the dick <laughs> yeah. or one of the two? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how did you get the zipper all the way to the top? <laughs> yeah. How'd you get a bean? How'd you get the bean above the frank? <laughs> <laughs> it always devolves into some kind of movie quoting over here. Well, we were going to record last night until my brother rudely called and needed a part for a sprinkler, so I had to bounce after Landon and I did a, uh, an hour's worth of non-productive gossiping. So I guess that's what you get, because we probably could have done the whole opposite, uh, episode by the time that that phone call came in. But, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things. You kind of get caught up in everything. But um, we are here tonight. We are doing some great things. We're really going to make the world a better place with this episode. I just know we are. Landon, we've got some. I noticed the early planters are already in the field and getting more seed Everybody's excited oh, wow. about this. What what so what is corn a hundred weight now? What does that equal to? I think we're we're closing in on fifteen bucks. We're like fourteen ninety one. Awesome. Which that's that's old crop. That's not new crop. What's an, oh, okay. So new crop. Well, new crop's probably not I mean it's not just a whole heck of a lot. Fourteen fifty maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well heck, even two thousand twenty three is getting pretty good. Yeah. I don't I'd, I'd probably be doing some of that. Yeah, I, I'd take that action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hit it, hit it, hit it, hard pass. <laughs> the name of the game is, is she hot or not? not yeah. Would you do her? <laughs> yeah, would you? <laughs> oh, well, then <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, it's a, uh, man, if it weren't for high prices, it would be really gloomy around these parts. Cause no kidding. Man, we hadn't, well, we're not going to get into it. It's just dry and it continues to get drier. So yesterday I didn't really, uh, I didn't really investigate it. One of our buddies um, pointed it out. I guess the drought monitor center or whoever it is, Noah, put out a, like, um, they had the drought monitor map and then under it they had a little, I don't know if it was a how-to video or just literature or whatever on how to tell when you're in a drought. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you have to research if you're in a drought or not you ain't in a drought you are doing just fine if you have to be told it's kind of like if you're oppressed 
or you have to be told you're oppressed, chances are you're doing all right. You're not going to be, you're not being <laughs> oppressed whatsoever. We should just make a, we should just do a podcast on, on the list of the things you shouldn't do if you have to research if you're in a drought. <laughs> I, I like things you shouldn't, uh, things you should, if you have to research, you probably are not in that situation. Yeah. I'm going to write that down probably, right now. You probably don't know how to put a car in reverse. <laughs> yeah. You probably shouldn't be driving. Well, it's like that Malone's Cones. Remember that webisode? You saw it, didn't you? Uh-uh. Where Kevin, uh, it's a short, uh, just a webisode on the, uh, it's like a, 15 minute episode it's got kevin and oscar and and uh daryl's in it too but anyway so uh kevin's got uh, these gambling debts he's got to pay off and he goes to um he goes to the bank to uh basically fraudulently get a loan for an ice cream uh, store he's gonna start but he's <laughs> but he's only gonna really get a ice cream cart <laughs> anyway nice. of course the banker picks up on it pretty pretty quick that it's pretty fraudulent or whatever and uh anyway he goes so he question yeah kevin asks him so when will i when can i expect to have cash in hand <laughs> and the banker goes oh i don't think we'll have to worry about that <laughs> it's just like one of those things so yeah you'll have to check it out it's pretty good it's uh it's a it's a pretty solid episode but um anyway so yeah one of those things, if you have to ask, you know the answer. So, yeah. But, um, so anyway, but no, this week we're going to, um, there was a story that was released, what, or came out, what, earlier in the week about the uh, potential assassin of Ronald Reagan, uh, John Hinckley, which at some point in the past we talked about because I remember recalling that that guy was a Red Raider at one point. Did you rem- do you remember? Yeah, he was a Texas Tech. He's not an alum. He is a ex student, I guess you would say. Yeah. But um, I, I think he followed Jody Foster to BYU. I think. Oh, okay. That's why he he got he went so he went to the transfer portal and went to BYU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, so anyway, John Hinckley, if you'll look it up, he has got some new uh, tunes coming out. And he's going to release, and he's even going to have a. Um, He's even going to have like a concert. Is it in New York or somewhere? I don't know if it's on like Pennsylvania Avenue in D.C. or not. You would think he'd still have a pretty solid restraining order against him. But anyway, he's got. I wonder a- if any of the critics will say if he killed or not. <laughs> I know. I was gonna, he beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, reviews are in, and he almost killed as good the first time as he did this time. <laughs> he gave, literally almost gave us a heart attack. But, um, yeah, so anyway, that inspired us to think about what other famous killers or would-be killers in the past, it, what kind of music would they bring out, what kind of songs maybe they would release to the public. So um, we're going to get into that. That's going to be the, the meaty part of this podcast, but... I know uh, last week I talked about bringing in some um, homeless kittens, and I named them Dead and Deader, and actually one of them did end up dying, which it was a pretty big long shot to begin with. But the lone survivor, she is a freaking tiger cub that she wants to drink milk like every, I don't know, 45 to 50 seconds. And uh, she will. She sounds like a, I don't know if it's a parakeet or like a something, but anyway, she chirps like hell. She gets fed three times a day, and her name has been upgraded to Lily by the boys. So it's a it's a it's a pretty good and promising life she's got. She still tries to nurse on our castrated male cat, but 
He likes to lick her down for about 30 seconds until the cat starts trying to root around on his belly for something that ain't there. So um, he, he literally gets all fours and hurls him across the floor with his legs. It's pretty comical, but um, he doesn't get his feelings hurt since cats have no feelings. And Landon, you know, I had my ablation, what, it's almost been a month ago now. Just, I don't think we talked about this, just, we're going to have a little guessing game. How much do you think they billed my insurance for that ablation? Um, 29000 <clears throat> Keep going. 41000 <clears throat> Keep going. 87000 <clears throat> Keep going. 102000 <clears throat> Keep going. Two hundred and twelve thousand. Bum bum, Sorry, you went over. <laughs> they they billed him a hundred and eighty four thousand dollars. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would be that guy. I hate that guy. Or the yeah. the only guy worse than that is the one guy that bids one dollar over the last guy. That's who I hate right. the most. But um, a hundred eighty four thousand dollars. But the bonus part of it is is they discounted the insurance $173,000. So they on a on a quote unquote $184,000 procedure, they paid $11,000. So that is um that's pretty impressive in case anybody wants to know how the insurance uh, and uh um personal health system works. It's uh it was pretty impressive, yeah. So um Landon, I'm afraid you would not have made it to the um bonus round or no what is it the bonus uh what do they call it it's not the bonus round that's wheel of fortune um showcase showdown there we go where price is right showcase showdown right One hundred eighty-four thousand to stick stuff up in my veins through my legs and root around in my heart which i guess is a pretty uh pretty uh legit procedure but you know Whatever. So anyway, and then I had, since we're on medical stuff, I had a uh, sleep study consultation. And she's not a doctor, but she did, and this is kind of a topical to our conversation, she did look like a, um exonerated uh, child killer. Now, Landon, who can you think right off the bat, who who, who is a famous exonerated child killer, but she, I'm sure she did it. What was what was uh, her name? Oh crap! I know who you're talking about. But I can't think of her name. She looked just like Casey Anthony, and I am not shitting you, dude. And she and she she even had a mask on, and she looked like Casey Anthony. It's something about those eyes, dude. She might have, this this doctor or nurse practitioner must have had a little crazy in those eyes because, dude, I'm like. I like looked at her once. I'm like, I've seen that face before. <laughs> at least I've seen the top half of that face before. And I'm like, I think I've. Are you? Hey, aren't you on TV? <laughs> I should have asked her that. Aren't you on? <laughs> weren't you on TV for like, like a month straight? <laughs> I watched your trial. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know you. Anyway, yeah, it was a. It's a sad situation, but I, I was. It was kind of. It was wasn't eerie. It was just really weird that and wouldn't it suck to look like to look like a murderer i know because you know she i don't know she looked too much like the person to not have been well i don't know somebody like me would probably ask her did anybody ever tell you you look like casey anthony <laughs> no before she killed her kid or didn't kill her didn't kill her kid so i don't know anyway just one of those things it was a really interesting encounter but um that's really neither here nor there but 
Let's uh, let's get a move on. Before we get into our main subject today, we're going to give you another spot from Douglas Plant Health. Now, for many years, U.S. farmers in select markets have trusted SP1 as an integral part of their crop's fertility program, as I know Landon has. Today, as fertilizer prices soar at Hereford Grain and supply chain challenges loom at Hereford Grain, DPH Biologicals is expanding access to this trusted biofertilizer, helping growers circumvent. Landy, do you know what circumvent means? I have a pretty good idea. (laughs) The circumvent of her aerial. Circumvent supply challenges while improving crop yield and availability, uh, profitability. With TerraTrove SP1 Classic, the complete biofertilizer, you can replace up to 50% of your starter fertilizer. Visit dphbio.com. All right, Landon. Uh, I'm going to let you, you got some notes there. You did write some notes down this time, didn't you? I did. All right, yeah. give me, uh, who, who do you, I kind of tried to go chronologically, kind of go way back in the past. Who'd you start with? I started with the Subway guy from just the other day. Oh, God. <laughs> the name of the song is Can I Get a Ride? <laughs> Can I get a ride? Nobody <laughs> gets off in this town. How about that song? Yeah. Did you see? Did you see where Jesse Smollett wrote a, wrote a Juicy. song? <laughs> Juicy, <laughs> Juicy Smollett, Juicy Smollett. Yeah, yeah. He, re- he released a song called "Thank You God." <laughs> oh my God, for real? Yeah, oh yeah. And they God. had a Twitter had a funny meme of of like it was like God saying, "Don't thank me for that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's like that bit Dave Chappelle does. It's like somebody. Check on where Kanye West was last night. Because <laughs> he was probably helping Juicy's figure out that that uh, song there. Uh, yeah, uh, all any kind of train song would or uh, train song would go good with that guy and stuff. So, they didn't take him too long to. Everybody was like, they got all these cameras and they can't find him. They found him in like what eighteen hours or something. I mean, they found him because he called the police and told them where he was going to be. Oh, are you serious? Yes. Oh, I didn't hear that they're part. Credit, they're taking credit for it. They didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's <laughs> damn. That's like a special Olympics hurdler getting credit. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. That governor, or mayor, or whatever's like, we got him. Yeah, yeah. Because he told you where he would be, and you found him walking around. That's like the Taliban claiming the credit for a bombing, except they know they can't get caught because they're in Afghanistan. Right. This guy called. This guy's got to be ha- Which they said this guy was already on the FBI radar. Like they had already only, interviewed him, and he'd only been arrested like a million times. So. Oh, is he a like parking tickets or no, like violent crimes, <laughs> all kinds of shit? This is a satirical podcast, lad. Try to keep and 12, up. And twelve unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> okay, God Almighty, keep up with the program a little bit here. Okay, see, I went a little further back, even though that was very topical. Brutus, you remember Brutus and uh, Julius Caesar? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I figured he'd just write a song called Caesar Salad or something. I don't know why. He'd write a song called You Better Beware of April Too, Bitch. <laughs> yeah. The Ides of March are on upon you. <laughs> Freaking uh, Texas Longhorn fight song working on the railroad all day long. Yeah. I was looking, I was looking at my list and I was kind of, I don't know why I did it, but I had like a fictional and like a non fictional part. Okay. And I was trying to come up with an idea for John Wilkes Booth and I, I actually <laughs> put him on the fictional side. It's weird. Yeah, he really existed. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 
I've read I've read a book on him. <laughs> I had one, the guy from No Country for Old Men, like the hitman. Uh-huh. He'd probably write a song called Two Sides to Every Coin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Friend. Call Just, it Friendo. <laughs> call it Friendo. <laughs> That's dangerous territory, Friendo. <laughs> my, my favorite person in that movie is that lady that runs the front desk at the hotel. Uh-huh. And she's like, we can't give out no information. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like four seconds away from just like blowing Pop, her head off. Popping like, her. Yeah. Popping like, her with that stun gun. Yeah. Yeah. Giving, giving, giving her a freaking nail to the brain. Yeah. <laughs> she's sitting there staring him down. She's not budging an inch. <laughs> oh, hell no, dude. That, so I don't know. As a Texan, I don't know how to take that. Whether she was completely fearless or just that stupid. <laughs> I mean, well, we don't, We can't give out that kind of information. We can't give out no information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't give out no information. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Oh, that is so good. Yeah. Um Jeffrey Dahmer, uh fried neck bones and some home fries by Santana. <laughs> yeah. You want you want fries you with want that? You want fries with that, yeah. <laughs> I just I didn't put that one in there just cuz I hate that song so much and the guy that sings it. So, um and I don't know, for OJ, I put just the two of us, <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> That's just because there's not the two, two of them anymore. It's just OJ now. So just the two of you. It's just the two. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, John Hinckley, yeah. uh, one for the Gipper, of course. <laughs> well, I looked up his songs. He has one called We're Gonna See This Through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, touche. Huh. I wonder how that one goes. Oh, God. I had one for Michael Myers, Home for the Night. <laughs> home for the Night. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to come up with new songs. I don't know. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. No, um, yeah, let's see. Um, I keep getting text, but it's from the sprinkler, so I can't really text them back or anything. But, yeah, uh, let's see. Now, did you have one for John Wilkes Booth? I didn't, I didn't quite come up with one. I was trying to... Do something like. <laughs> uh, how like, about um? This isn't a song, but it. What about a Panic at the Disco? <laughs> Even though they didn't, didn't have I was disco. Like one, like maybe called Baby I Don't Play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think any serial killer could have uh the song Hit Me Baby one more time. That yeah. would probably. I mean, that would be really creepy if they had a, made a movie with that and that was playing in the background. I mean, it could be a comedy too i guess but every time he's making a swing she, they could hit the line hit me baby and he's like then they cut away to her music video or something that'd yep. be a good one for jesse yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh no he needs like a phony fake one um yeah it's uh juicy just the, or the or the yeah just the smoothie you know juicy smoothie there we go <laughs> <laughs> Juicy smoothie. Uh, let's see who else did some. Oh, wait. oh yeah, there was that one, but I couldn't use it. <laughs> it was just too bad. Uh, a guy that killed. Of course, nobody know who killed William McKinley. And um, <laughs> let's see, uh, Aaron Burr. Who did he duel? Uh, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be like Knives Out or something like that. Um, Man, that was one of the best Oreo commercials. Did you ever see that Oreo? Co- or it was a milk commercial. Okay. This guy's got a mouth. This guy's got a mouthful of cookies, and it's, he's listening to the radio station. And they're like, "Who shot Alexander Hamilton?" And he's like, calls in, and he can't. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, I think I remember. They can't understand him. He's like, "Amber, Amber." <laughs> <laughs> like, got milk. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that's pretty good. Or it's like a lane with the juji fruits. <laughs> yeah. This one is my handkerchief. It's on the desk. 
Thank you for all my death. <laughs> I like Juji Fruit. <laughs> oh yeah, they had some pretty good. They had a pretty good fake uh, a name for a serial killer in Seinfeld, the Lopper. That was a pretty good episode. Yeah, uh, he was lopping heads off in Central Park or whatever. Who was the guy that? Who was the guy? The baseball player killed Pinkus. Poor little Pinkus. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Now he wasn't actually a real baseball player. Uh, right. 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 Not like Keith Hernandez. Um. What was his name? Um, Steve Gendison. God almighty, I've seen that TV show too many times. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, you know who I am, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, who who shot JR? That's, that's just Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say on, on uh, The Wedding Singer? He's like, holy shit, I think they just shot JR or something. <laughs> I don't know. They shot him. Something happened. They, they Something happened to JR. They shot him or something. <laughs> Isn't that guy? That guy was in like a, the uh, casino in Goodfellas, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was in one of he those. Was, yeah. was he like kind of like a Fredo or something? Um, yeah, he was like one of the goons kind of in. I know he was in Goodfellas one. I'm pretty sure he was in. There was a lot of the same guys in Goodfellas at Casino. Joe Pesci, De Niro. Well, Ray Liotta was just in Goodfellas. Uh, then that guy, well, hell, Samuel L. Jackson, nobody hardly realizes he was in Goodfellas. I mean, there was a whole bunch of stars in that damn thing. And um, he wasn't coming to America. Coming, who, Samuel L. Jackson was? Yeah. What was He's he? He comes in to, like, rob was, the whack on Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Freaking awesome. <laughs> He comes in and like drops the F word like fourteen times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I like that commercial where I don't know if it's a Capital One commercial. It's like I don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they were interviewing him one day. Uh, I forgot who it was my radio or something. Anyway, and he he still has that wallet from Pulp Fiction, the one really? that says "Bad Motherfucker." <laughs> That's awesome. What's uh, what's that? Dave Chappelle, Samuel Samuel O. Jackson beer <laughs> instead of Sam Adams. <laughs> oh oh yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm, bitch. <laughs> uh, yes, my beer. <laughs> God, that. Haven't you seen my movies? <laughs> I don't talk like that. Oh God, Good let's stuff. see. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else do we got? Some other John Wayne Gacy. I had. You know, he was this the clown killer. Um. I had. I picked out fruit cakes by Jimmy Buffett for him. I figured that was pretty fitting <laughs> for fruit cakes. And um, yeah, so Bin Laden. Um, I got. I don't know. They were all in the same area code, but hoes in different area codes, I guess, because he had all those freaking mistresses and concubines and everything. That would have been pretty legit. Yeah. Landon, what would be your uh, if you were a serial killer? What song would you like play? What would be your ominous song? Or would it be like a like a eerie comical song? Like Cheeseburger in Paradise or something while you're, you know, axing somebody? Or would you go with the Melancholy song? I don't know. I'd have to think on that for a little bit. What What about you? I don't know. I, I would think any, you know, they never play George Strait songs in scary movies. And I think, like, if while you're just, like, killing, like, you, say you're a woman killer or something, you could just play All My Exes Live in Texas and just start going up to Abilene and, you could sing Amarillo by morning, go whack a girl up there, and you know. I and then, and then when you get convicted, you could sing the chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Quick on the draw on that one, yeah. 
It's like, do you want to die? Check yes or no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) tell me how much you want to live. Write this down. (laughs) Oh god! Then all you got to do is play like, um, oh, Trace Atkins, and they'll just want to kill themselves. So yeah. Oh god, yeah, it's pretty. He, you don't hear much out of him anymore. I guess he cut his hair and he kind of. Kind of quit. Of course, Blake Shelton cut his hair and got a little better, so that's always. Wasn't Trace Atkins on that show with that Empire show or whatever? Empire. I mean, it's like the like the country one. Yellowstone. Like the, no, there's like uh, a show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nashville. I think it's like that. I think it's that redheaded lady from Pure Country. Reba. Like she's like the manager. Oh no, no. I think Nashville's the show you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Nashville. Could yeah. be. Yeah, it is. And he, yeah, so um, at least he's not on American Idol, but not that I watch it anyway. So yeah, but uh, no, those uh, those singers, I don't know. Um, if you're going for like, cause like Natural Born Killers, they had didn't they have like kind of funky, funny songs during the like the murder scenes or something? Let's look up the soundtrack for uh, Natural Born I, Killers real quick. I never saw that whole movie. That movie is freaking weird though. Hell, it had a didn't it? Had, it had old um, Rodney Dangerfield in it. Yeah, he was even in it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he wasn't in it very much, but uh, let's do soundtrack. So, yeah, soundtrack. Here we go. Come on, you stupid computer. Slippery Pete. Slippery Pete? Yeah, I don't care for the name either. <laughs> soundtrack. I don't, I just need soundtrack. There we go. Waiting for a Miracle, Moon Over Green County, Sweet Jane. Oh, there's a lot. Shit list. Oh wow! There's a rock and roll N-word. Uh, the day the N-word too. Wow, they got some sex is violent. Wow, these are some pretty. Which I mean, I guess it is Natural Born Killers. Okay, here's some songs from Natural Born Killers: Waiting for the Miracle, Leonard Cohen, never heard of him. Moon over Green County, Dan Z- Dan Zanes, never heard of him. Sweet Jane, Cowboy Junkies, I think I've heard of them. The Trembler. Route 666, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's probably... Oh, that's... um. I guess he sings it in the movie because he's in the movie. He's like the uh, the newsman. Back in Baby's Arms, Patsy Cline. Sex is Violent, Jane's Addiction. Nine Inch Nails, Drums a Go-Go. The Day the N-Words 2. Oh, Dr. Dre, so it's okay. <laughs> Batong, Batonga in Batongaville. By Budapest Philharmonic, Allah Mohammed, and Shar something by Nusrat Fada Ali Khan. What would you do? The Dog Pound. You probably listened to the Dog Pound. Shit. The Dog Pound. Shitless L Seven. Rock and Roll Inward. Patty Smith Group. They don't sound very black. You belong to me. Bob Dylan. Burn Nine Inch Nails. So most of them are pretty dark. I would say songs. There's not any like. Dixie Chicks or Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift wasn't even born yet, I don't think. But um, <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Maybe I'd, that. Maybe that would be it. Ta- just playing Taylor Swift songs in your back in, in your murder scenes in your movie. That would be creepy. I think that would really be creepy. You know what else would be creepy, Landon? If you didn't use DPH, uh, let's go back to the reader here. We got to do it one more time. Because for many years, U.S. farmers in select markets have trusted SP1 as an integral part of their crop's fertility system. 
Today, as fertilizer prices soar and supply chain challenges loom, DPH Biologicals is expanding to access to the trusted biofertilizer, helping growers circumvent supply challenges while improving crop yields and profitability. With TerraTrove SP1 Classic, the complete biofertilizer, you can replace up to 50% of your starter fertilizer. Visit dphbio.com. Now, if they would let me make a ad for them, I would, and I could get the rights to the music, I would be all over that, man. Just put some, get some fertilizer, get some good fertilizer music going, you know. What's good fertilizer music? Plant that seed or something, something like that. I don't know. You know, um, where corn don't grow, <laughs> maybe then we can play that one. That, they used to play that song all the time. So anyway, yeah. Landon, did you ever come up with a song for your for your background music back uh, soundtrack? I don't have one, man. It'd probably be some instrumental. Instrument. So you'd have like the classical thing going on, or what? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, the Trans Siberian like Orchestra. The, like the detective on uh, what's that movie? Uh, is it Res- Reservoir Dog? No. See, I've never I seen Reservoir Dogs. Boondock Saints. Have you seen that one? Uh. Uh-uh. Like the detective shows up to like solve a crime and he just puts headphones in and starts listening to classical music. Oh, and he, uh-huh. just like, he just like figures it all out. Oh. So they came in over here and they did this. Yeah. It's um no yeah, and they play that in a lot of movies. I mean, there's a lot of those kind of big orchestral soundtracks they try to play while the big stuff's going or and the, it's when they it's when they do everything in slow motion, that kind of good stuff. Yeah. It's wonderful. Mm. Well, if you were a serial killer, what would your name be? Well, you can't self-gloss yourself. You got they got the newspapers got to do that. But right. my preferred would be oh man, that's a good question. Depend it would depend on your weapon and your victims. So let's say you were out murdering like seventy-seven-year-old far, retired farmers. <laughs> with You're like probably like a like a like an irrigation shovel. Yeah. I would say um I would I would force them at, I wouldn't shoot them with the gun. I would force them at gunpoint to hold a drill with a two and a half inch hole saw on the end <laughs> and just make them hold onto the trigger till it beats them to death, I think is what I would do. So uh I would be the hole saw killer. <laughs> Hole surgery. <laughs> hole saw. <laughs> I think they've come up with a better name than that. <laughs> what about you? What would your name be? I don't know, man. It, it's these are tough. Well, you came up with it. I know. But... And and something bald. That's too easy. So we can't do that. That's too on the yeah. on the nose, can't, as it were. Can't can't go as the the four eyes four eyed bald guy. No. Um. Let's see. The slick back. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a redhead. You got a redhead something. The D bag killer. We're getting close. I think I think we're on to something. I think that's on the, that's in the that's in the short list. Yeah, the uh, the co op killer. How about that? It's 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 um, what's that yeah. bit fancy uh, literary word? Um, illiterate. The co op killer. Yeah. I think I like it'd be, that. It'd be something. It'd be something dividend related. <laughs> 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 well, no, that would be part of the the like the um, movie trailer. He split the dividends, but not in the way most were used to. Join us next Friday for the Co-op Killer, sponsored by Danny's Fins and Hens. <laughs> well, Landon, I think we're getting tired here. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. 
Uh, no twit Landon 44. And you can find me at Trader Brent on Twitter. And, of course, you can find this episode of the podcast everywhere where podcasts are found, of course, on the Global Ag Network. Also, be sure and check out our good friend, Casey Seymour, over there on the Moving Iron Podcast. He's got a great episode, uh, podcast about all things ag equipment and maybe th- some things other equipment. So, yeah. But until next time, guys, we're going to get out of here. Plant season is starting, so everybody stay safe out there. And we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.